0: Tchau, e
1: Absolutely, man. You sound marvelous, man. How you been? Talk to me, baby. (laughs) You know chillin' man. I've been trying to set this up for a minute, man. You know, um, you know, just timing, me kids, and these niggas, man, with their schedules fluctuating every day, but you know this shit's gonna come together one way or another. But you know, I'm happy to have you here, man. So um before we get started, you know, I just wanna get a little quick talk with you and shit, man. Um I found my water man, so everything's good, everything, how the heat treating you, man?
2: Yo, I got AC in the studio. I'm lit. <laughs> <laughs> Facto. That's all
1: that matter, Yeah. Nah, that's a definite fact in these New Jersey 100-degree days, man. But, you know, we're going to get this shit cracking off then, man. I ain't going to hold you for no further ado. It's the Daily Heat Check Smokecast, man. I'm your host, Sir Piffery Goods, and we have a special guest today, and he goes by the name Eternal Quest. This is one of my favorite Favorite producers, artists, multi-talented people in the city of New Jersey wears multiple hats, and he wears them very well. He does everything from producing, recording, being an artist himself, bringing together the artists, um, the producer community, from beat battles, showcasing with vibes in the city. Um, it just goes on. There's so much more that I probably forgot or left out. But, you know, Quest, at any time, please jump in. But, you know, please talk to the people. Let them know where they can find you, you know. Um, Instagram, Twitter, please.
2: InternalQuest.com, add InternalQuest, everything.
1: <laughs> Say less, so now we in here, man. So we're gonna get this shit starting off um, straight to the point, man. I've been trying to set this interview up for a minute, man. My timing been all over the place, but you know, glad to have you in this, um, this, this beautiful harmonic moment. Um, but right. just get straight to it, man. Um, many of the people listening, or some of the listeners we have, they were feeling some of the interviews we did. with you know, with the the previous people of our past, because you know we all come full circle. So I'm gonna start it sure. off from from the beginning, or at least from our beginnings. Um, let's talk about the uh, the MTP, the beat battles. You know, let's talk about that, and let's bring it all full circle. Let people know who Internal Quest is, or where it started to how it became to where it is now.
2: Yo, started making beats in high school. Nobody was making beats, nobody had computers and shit. And then from there, um, you know, gradually engineering. From there, beat battles, shows man elder sensei oh the sensei changed my life whoa, whoa, whoa hold on hold on hold
1: on hold on, <laughs> hold on hold on hold on bro you
2: fast forward in a lot of
1: you just jumping <laughs> you jumping like five ten years man we got Yo, like i'm we doing got the short minutes, version man.
2: everybody has got slow look, look you know they got the attention fan the their attention span is like very low so i'm just trying to give them like the short the, the shorthand version of it.
1: No, no, no. We got time, man. You're gonna lay that out, man. The attention span for this cast, man, they, they go in, bro. Come on, Quest. You know how All we right, do it. So,
2: man. <laughs> so graduated high school. When I was in high school, I had a um a little deal with this label in Brooklyn, um, with okay. Landstar. Shout out to shout out to at Landstar. You can follow him. He's a um, great producer and engineer. So I was actually cutting school to go to engin- going to go to my label and shit in high school. <laughs> so I was doing that. So then I graduated. Graduated in summer school because I was going to the studio in Brooklyn, like from one to like eight at night every night for, since sophomore and junior and senior year. I was doing that. Graduated, and then um, in old one I was going to go to engineering school. IAR. I didn't go because not obviously I had a I had a I had an appointment to go to engineering school on the the actual day I had to go was nine eleven. So I woke wow. up late. Are you yeah, serious? So I woke bro? up late. I'm I'm dead serious. I, so I woke up. I woke up on 9/11 late. So I was supposed to go do my walkthrough. You know, if you go to IAR, If you ever went to IAR, you they give you a walkthrough, right? Yep. The so I was going to go do my walkthrough. My walkthrough was on 9/11, right? so i so i woke up late my mom was hitting me hey what's going on so i was like all right i ain't fucking with new york for a little bit right
0: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this is right after 9 11.
2: right so I'm, like, I'm not fucking with new york for a little bit so i went back to i, I ended up going to IER in 2005. you know what i mean at that time at other sensei and my management and then from there i was going to meet with other sensei he got me my first like universal placement through a connect networking through D- dj nino brown in australia So that's how I started getting my little chart game up a little bit. And just what Elderson say working through that, it's just a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah, no, nah. I'm a comb you know. through it,
1: you know. I don't expect you to give me the full layout. You know, uh, yeah, you know, it's I'm a and shit. But you know, <laughs> just from hearing that, from you, you know, just us slowing it down and breaking that down, that was real deep. Cause you know, from mm-hmm. you having that scheduled day on 9-11, we all know what that is now. Um, yeah. you know, we, you dodged a crazy bullet, man. I'm actually happy to hear yeah. that.
2: No, <laughs> no, it was me and my boy. My boy was calling me and you know, I w I didn't get the calls, you know, so I didn't get the calls until like 1030. And I was still good. My appointment wasn't until 1, but it was already all kind of craziness going. So I'm happy I wasn't there early. That was a good thing for me not <laughs> being super early. Yo,
1: <laughs> facts, man. So, look, you know, yeah. I, I'm going to ask the questions that everybody wants to know, or at least the people in the music community. What draw you to making beats? Because, you know, coming up, I'm going to keep it G. On my side of this, the, um, the tracks, It was every, everything was about rapping. Everybody wanted to be a rapper. You feel me? Yeah, so I ain't even yeah, going to front. Yeah, I feel
2: you. Nah, so nah, um,
1: go in. Let me know.
2: So boom, high school, you know, um, instrumental tapes. We had instrumental tapes, instrumental tapes. And, um, you know, I was like, damn, you know, it was certain shit. I was like, oh, what if we don't got instrumentals? I need to just figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I really got early on Fruity Like, I just destroyed my mother computer, putting a lot of bullshit, (laughs) viruses on her first joint. Like, I just destroyed it, like, straight viruses. Everything like on that shit, trying to Shout get to mama and all wife, this man. word, man. So she let me straight destroy her shit. She had a compact computer. She let me straight, I just straight ran that shit through getting dirty ass programs and shit. So you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean. So that's how that happened. So I just was just interested in making music. I really wasn't a. I ain't going to say I was, like, a big music aficionado until, I like, I got into it, more deeper into the music. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. So you, you say, like, high school, you you know, freshman, year? Yeah, high school. I was
2: rhyming. I got mm-hmm. I was rhyming. So from the rhymes, I was like, well, who going to record us? Because I was forward thinking, like, all right, we can rhyme, but who gonna how they going to hear us? So how are we going to put our music on CD? How are we going to do all this shit? So I was, like, learning mm-hmm. everything just through rap. You get what I'm saying? No, so absolutely. I was the only one with a computer. So I was the only one with it with access to you know what I mean? I was the only one who moms was cool enough to have people recording her crib, you know what I'm saying, before I got my own crib, you know what I'm saying? So at that time it was kind of a a cool situation, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely,
1: no. That that definitely brings it all full circle. So you know, it started with you had the bars gravitated to the music, and and I find that to be very, um, you know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you know, very proactive. That's the best word I could find right now. Because when you look at it now, or you fast forward to now, a lot of people are trying to get into that now. Or when you look at studios now, some of the big big ones, I, I forgot the one Just Blaze had. You know, some of the Rockefeller ones all closed down. So being able to just give yourself that skill set and being proactive that just came it's a long it's, it's a skill set you can never lose you feel me so you you yeah. had a, you had an edge on the game back then so now yeah
2: yeah i was already like doing that and then you know that comes into engineering and like Landstar. like i said i was on the label so Landstar was kind of teaching me everything when i was on the label so by the time i got out of high school i was pretty much legit you know i was already running sessions out of high school but i didn't make the money you no
1: nah, facts facts so now let's fast rewind a little bit more because I personally want to know about this Landstar um, label situation. You know, let us, you don't have to go dig deep, deep. But let us know how that so came I together, had, you know.
2: So I had like a little independent deal, and it was with this um, label called Drama Boy. I, they don't even exist anymore, and it was in Brooklyn. <laughs> it was just a small label, you know what I'm saying? Dude had a label in his basement, and it was just like, yo, free recording, free beats, and we're going to put your music out. So at, at 15, uh, 6, 15, 16, I'm like, it's a go. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a go. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's when I was doing that deal with them. It was just like a um it was a couple it was like maybe like four singles or something like that. It was a few singles and we was just work. but I was with the shits. I was always recording and they was older, so they was just getting me real sharp, you know what I'm saying, on what I had to do as a rapper. So, you know, that helped me out coming up a lot.
1: Oh, no, definitely, man, definitely. So now the the label deal came together and now I'm just curious as far as you know. I'm trying to I'm trying to build a story. Trying to get you know I'm rewinding a lot. So you met Landstar through um um high school I in the city. I met Landstar
2: on AIM.
1: Wow. You see why I rewind though. You see why? I met Landstar.
2: I met Landstar on AIM on for music the young bucks dot, on music for <laughs> <laughs> Wait for
1: the young bucks who listened, You just took it
2: back on us right now. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I, you know, I'm gonna keep it a keep it a buck.
1: Yo, I still got my aim email. You know, I was in there tr- um, troubleshooting some shit today. <laughs> but now, um, let's 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 keep it rocking with from from there moving on. So you met him through aim, and now how did that and go?
2: Through aim, through aim, he's teaching me how to use fruity loops. He's teaching me about multi track recording because I don't know shit. Right, and then we, and then he's like, "Yo, my boy got a label, boop, 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 boop." So I was coming out to Brooklyn, and I was just doing that with him, like working with him, like.
1: Nah, <laughs> nah, definitely, definitely, man.
2: Yeah, so Landstar Lance is a dope producer. So and actually, I got a song out on Spotify, "Bring It All Back," and he produced it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, I still work with people I work with. Now, coming up, you know what
1: I'm saying? Now, fact though, so now there's a lot. So now that we have a lot of the backstory, now I, I want to start progressing towards the era that you know we came together as far as at least I i can't i remember. So let's talk right. about the um the after image days, yeah, man. All right. Let's talk so about the actually, MTPs. Was,
2: I after image was me, my boy Craft Beast, um, Mars Hoffa, Miss Porsche, um, and a, and a yeah, few let's other talk people, the history you know right now. So, yeah so um we i didn't know what i was doing i really didn't know what i was doing like i ain't even gonna lie like i if i could go all if i could go
0: back in time
2: i would never have started any type of thing like that even though it helped me out now i just didn't know what i was doing even though I, i knew i wanted to bring people together bring artists together to make good music and you know just run run around and, and and move as a unit. You know what I'm saying? I, that's all, but that's all it really was, man. I just wanted to bring artists together that I fuck with, you know what I mean? My area for the most part.
1: Nah, nah, definitely, man. So I'm just curious. So everybody who you just named, you all were in the same area at the same time, I'm guessing. So-
2: just about, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, pretty much. We all was in the, you know, the running around North North, so.
1: I <laughs> bet, nah, that's dope. And you know, for people to come together at that time, I'm going to be honest, you know, it's like, granted, now we're seeing a lot more crews and, you know, people coming together, you know, creating these super teams. I'm going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, back then, you know, I'm not going to hold you. You could probably even testify to this. There was a lot of egos we had to battle through, you know. There was a lot of people like, you Uh know, they had their own shit. Why should we work with you? You know, what's the Uh benefit to get out of it? So just seeing you had a lot of, we were able to get a lot of like-minded people together, that shows a lot of. it was
2: a beautiful thing. Man, we did a lot of beautiful things together, shows and everything. It was good times.
1: Nah, definitely, man. now nah, you, you know, the point I was trying to get to. You had, you already had that forward thinking then. So you know, it. Just, I feel
2: you. I feel you. So yeah. now,
1: let's let's talk a little more of the MTP, man. Let's talk about the beat battles. Let's talk about,
2: you uh-huh. know. The beat battles was dope, man. Like, like I said, another thing, I didn't know what I was doing. I just he popped up, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it was good. I met a lot of dope people there, you know what I'm saying, and. um I wish we had those beat battles now, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of politics and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? But um it, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful movement. It was a lot of competition and a lot of love at the same time, you know what I'm saying?
1: No, I could definitely agree, man. But you know, we can't just skim over it just like that, man. We that 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 joint was a, a influential part of the culture. Cause if we go yeah. back and just look at the beat battles, we got you coming out of it. Me, Young Rock, Natus, um, was conscious in that plus, thing. Meant plus. You know, Ty. Like, you come on, man. Um, King oh, DJ Shawn. Priority, King Sean,
2: DJ Priority, Trinidad, Sky Zoo. Yeah, Trinidad. like you, you get what I'm saying?
1: It's like we yeah. a lot of a lot of people came out of there. I never there. thought
2: of it like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: you get what I'm saying? So
2: yeah, now, yeah, I never thought of it like that.
1: You you've been to a few of them. You've been to um the championships as well too. So like,
2: yeah, yeah, where I won a couple of awards at the um you at that joint too. So now yeah. let me
1: know. How how that journey was you know you you already breezed through it but let me know like what takeaways were there as far as like what what were you able to learn what were you able to decipher or if anything if 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 anything was able to be retained at all
2: you know it was um it was learning a lot about um you know what i'm saying um it was kind of like the beat battle game was like the rap battle game right like i learned that You can have beat battle beats and have beat battle type of music, but at the end of the day, it's like a battle rapper. You can't just be a battle rapper and expect people to resonate with you as a battle rapper, you know what I'm saying? So you have to have good music also, you know what I'm saying? So that's where I was kind of with the battle scene, like, okay we all kind of battling each other. That's all well and good, but who's putting out music? Who's like, you know what I mean? Really, you know, putting out music and I wanted to put more music, but that's what I learned from the battle scene. I also learned, you know, you can't be scared of competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that. That made me always have like five or six, seven in a tuck. anytime. remember we was on live, and I was just I was just running through some beats on live, and the cut like. Yeah. So you always gotta have beats in the stats. Like anybody who still wants the sauce, like I always got the sauce. <laughs> like,
0: Talk that shit. I got always, always got the sauce. Like it's not it's
2: not never ever ever never a issue. But you know what I'm saying? That ain't really what I, I'm I'm into. You feel know me? I'd rather us make a song together, get co production, and try to get some money. But if somebody wants, you know. Yeah, the sauce is always the sauce is always available. <laughs> it's never a shortage of sauce. Dog.
1: <laughs> nah, nah, ah. definitely. But now, with with you, um, what you call it again? As far as with the beat battling goes, so we gonna transition to more because. After the beat battle died out, because you know, that's what it kind of did. You you know, there it was. fizzled, a, yeah. Yeah, you know, feel me it, by itself. So, you know, I don't want to say it was mm-hmm. a culture. It kind of like died on its own. But yeah, it then, fizzled. So, from there, we started seeing a rise of the digital age, a slow rise, but we, we see what it is now. But we yeah. saw a rise of the digital age, you know, the hard copies, bootlegs. Um, let me know as far as like, that was the time I saw you started hitting them hard with the music, the tapes, um, you know, the... whether it be the after image, then transition listen to the JSL so you know could we, yeah, we talk so, some of that
2: um with the with the after image i was selling cds like downtown like i didn't care you know what i'm saying i was i was hustling like you know what i'm saying so um you know i was selling cds in new york we was doing um what is that we was doing the um club pyramid every tuesday mm. you know what i'm saying you if you if you were OG or you have been in the game for a minute you already know about club pyramid on tuesdays like so we was in New York. We was in there grinding. Um, shout out to um, Mental Supreme. Mental Supreme had that show. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, I be telling people, like, a lot of artists these days, pussy, y'all. ain't even a diss is just, like, they whole grind is just like pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to have to go to New York around, like, 5 or 6 o'clock, stand in line. After we got in line, we had to be in there in New York for, like, to, like, 6, 7, 8 o'clock, sign the list, get on, like, 1 or 2 a.m., wait until yeah. the train came at 5. Got on a train at five to get up to go to, you know, do what we had to do the next morning. You feel me? And that was like every Tuesday. So when I hear artists, like, it'd be 10 o'clock. It'd be 10 o'clock. Damn, I want to get on stage. I'll be looking at you like, bro, this is not what your your favorite rapper even went through or is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? So you got to put that grind in. So, you know, I was always a, a foot to the pavement type of dude. You know what I'm saying? But the digital era just definitely opened up everything, made everything more accessible, everything super easy. MTP was around the... I think MTP had a MySpace page.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: So MTP was like MySpace era. So, you know, every, every, after, right after that, everything just evolved, you know what I mean?
1: So not nah, definitely. So we definitely spoke on the, the production side, but I wanted to get into more of the artistry of internal Quest. So the transition into the, you know, the digital age, we started getting um, the life crew, um, you you know, started putting out a lot of music within the studio with the studio artists, the in-house artists. So, you know, talk to us about some of the projects you put out, you know, some of the collaborations throughout the way, let us know more about sure. the artist that is Quest.
2: So um, rapping wise, I'll say um, getting up with L helped me a lot. Kind of helped me um, structure my music a lot. And um, the first, the first official official project I put out was with DJ Nino Brown, who got me the placement at Universal. Was nine seven three to Sydney. It was more like a co- like collaborative project. I did a few collaborative projects. That project, I did a project called All Hands on Deck. That's still out on Spotify. I did it with the JSL Camp. But the first major release I have was with. Um, High life records it was called ideology and that was like my full mm. project you know what i'm saying so as an artist i kind of feel like um kind of like um black milk you know what i'm saying i, I like producing i like rapping too but Love i'm more black of a milk. producer than a rapper um you know what i'm saying so i always you know had a few songs a little ep here ep there but always had features out or singles out and really heavy on a production but i went overseas with uh and that was really dope. So vinyl on a few features with him. I'm on a feature with him now on um, a project with him and Chilo overseas in Belgium. That's where I went when I was overseas. We did a tour over there. And we just released another project that I'm featured on that project. So it's was um, the Chilo and Elder so uh, Sensei series is out, and I'm on a song called Why? And I recorded that when I was in Belgium.
1: Yo, that's dope, man. So, and since you right. said that, that triggered something as well with me, because you know, we go back we got history man chopping it up in the yeah, lab man, you know right. the whole shit so it, it, i remember when you went on a a, a a cross-country tour before you went on the overseas trip
2: i yeah, think- before i went yeah before i went overseas um i was um i did a little tour i was in memphis for a little bit then from there i went to detroit for a little bit and then after that i went to chicago so I was, like, running, like, in that circle, you know what I'm saying? Because my DJ that I fucked with was from Memphis, um, and I had ties in Detroit and Chicago. I did some music with Trick Trick, and then I did some music with um, with a couple artists out in Chicago that I met. Um, shit. With, um, with Grant, producer Grant out in Chicago, me and him did a couple projects. So that was kind of like my little, you know what I mean, my little Memphis, Detroit, Chicago. I was working that area, you know what I'm saying? Now,
1: that's dope so now if you could tell tell me tell me more about that experience cuz you know I'm, I'm going to be frank. I don't know if it was your first or was you one of many. Um, how was it? You know, was it what you expected? You know, was the relation, you know, because um, I only say that because I know when I took a little mini hiatus tour, um, I hit, uh, what was it, uh, Delaware, Maryland, you know, I kind of hit okay, the, the, the DMV, but it's not about me. Yeah, the point is, is Boston, that it's too. real Boston. different, man. It's real different. Um, I feel like the love, there's a lot of embrace in certain parts it, so, but you know let me know about where you at.
2: like okay. um i'll say like it like chicago and detroit is kind of the same wave it's kind of like north a lot of people say north is cut through it's not really cut through it's just <laughs> you got to kind of find you got to kind of find your yeah you got to find your circle you know what i'm saying okay. a lot of people they'll just be like you know what i'm saying they're just you know they're just not be like oh niggas is um crabs in the barrel mentality it's like nah you don't have a circle so you don't really have a, um a group of people that you fuck with, like you y'all, like y'all have y'all group, right? Everybody that's here right now is y'all have y'all circle. So if you focus on your circle, you're not really worrying what the next motherfucker doing. You know what I'm saying? So with it's, it's kind of the same thing when you go to different places. Sometimes in Memphis it was a lot of love and a lot of it's a lot of love in Memphis, but mm. it ain't really. When you, but the thing is, it ain't it ain't like out here. You know what I'm saying? Out here is so much shit to do. There's so many artists in New York. There's so many artists. You go to New York, it's millions, a million artists in New York. So it's a our speed a little different. So we think and we move a little different out here. You know what I'm saying? I just think that's environmental. You feel me?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But everything else pretty much cut through. You know, and it it, it was the same yeah, vibes. it's like expect. it's
2: like you ever you ever been down south? Like anybody in the chat, you ever been down south? And you be like, damn, this shit slow as hell, and it's bothering you. <laughs> like that's 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 how slow it'd be, you know. what i mean? you don't want to be like I hate I hate that shit, you know what I'm saying? So I could get how it's more of a genuine love thing. When you got so much competition up north, you feel me? It's different.
1: Uh, I bet. I, I actually I like the way you placed that. So that def- that definitely worked, man. So now tell tell me about overseas, man. Um, especially Belgium, because one thing I know I'm I know I read a few interviews, whether it be Mob Deep, Wu Tang, that part of Europe, they love hip hop like that's the one thing if they don't love anything else they love (laughs) hip-hop
2: i'm gonna keep it a buck with you right so i was out in belgium for like a week and a half and um doing music and like shows touring or whatever like the shit was cool doing the music but everything outside the music was fucking whack as hell you get what i'm saying Oh. i didn't like the food i didn't like the, the people was okay <laughs> but i really didn't I, I it wasn't it wasn't like i wouldn't want to live there i hate to go there and to get a get to go there and get some money is what's up but to do a show and people show you love is what's up but everything besides that is hot garbage <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and and but belgium but belgium is a beautiful place i was out there i was running it was beautiful. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place, but it's not home. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you, man. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm just curious. What about the food, though? Because you know they like, they they couldn't do the not, American
2: the shit, right? The food isn't <laughs> bad, but you gotta also think it's not nothing in English. So you gotta kind of maneuver. Mm. You kind of you kind of have you kind of gotta have someone when you out overseas. You have to have somebody with you from there. True. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't just leave. <laughs> Cause if you leave, you, if you you get what I'm saying. Like I remember one time I left, I left my hotel to run to do like a couple laps. The way the the way the the, the shit set up is little ass streets. I almost got lost. Like God forbid, I had to find somebody who speak English to take me to to, to maneuver me to some shit I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. it's kind of okay, but at the same time, when I was in Memphis and Detroit, I I, ain't, I felt comfortable walking around the corner. You know, or walking down a block, or you know what I'm saying? Like different things and I know I could speak English to somebody and it wouldn't be a problem so but besides sure. that it was cool. All
1: right uh, no nah, that's that that's dope man that that's definitely dope so now there's a lot going on, you know. We spoke, we spoke about the tours. We spoke about the artistry. Now let's talk a little bit about Life Crew, man. That's a very interesting collection of gentlemen you got. And they all have one thing in common that I love. Y'all all spit bars. So now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how did this, you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen come together to grace us with such beautiful hip hop?
2: So Life Crew is not even, wasn't even in, for music. PERSON. Wow. WE JUST ALL HAPPENED TO HAVE BARS, AND WE ALL, THAT WAS ONLY THE COMMON <laughs> THING. AND I JUST WANT, I, I WANTED TO PUT TOGETHER A GROUP OF MOTIVATED PEOPLE. I KNOW WHO WERE PEOPLE WHO HAD LONGEVITY and OUR GRIND, OUR GRINDERS, THAT I DON'T HAVE TO WORRY ABOUT BUILDING ON THEIR OWN WITHOUT ME BEING AROUND TO HAVE TO WATCH THEM. THAT'S WHAT LIFE crew WAS. So it's and still is so out of life crew was me and Craft Beats. Shout out to my bro Craft Beats, mm-hmm. and, and we me and him created life crew it was two life crew. Two life crew sound like very too close to two live crew. So mm. we changed two life crew and we just made it life crew. You get what I'm saying? True. So um, so we made it like we were like yo, I was like yo, let's bring some people in. You know what I mean? Because you, if you know Craft Beats, Craft Beats is quiet to himself in the in the like he's he's a machine. So he's in the house. He's he's working. So I needed to get some more people who would be out the house. That's when I brought in um, D. Bridges, mm-hmm. um, formerly known as M.I.L. I brought him in, and then I brought in um, Broadway Blake. I brought in Jody McCoy at the time, and I, um, and I brought in my bro Jay Wells. But I knew that Blake and Dre and Jody were all, like, hard workers and really committed to, like, really, you know, putting work in. Facts. Facts. No, I, I, and that's I, how we got, like, you know... <coughs> Blake made vibes in the city, get to that, you know, it's all crew shit. You know, I have my radio show and that's all connected shit like that. It's all connected. It's just a big network. You know what I mean? That's all life like the, net, the network. You know what I mean?
1: Oh no. Yeah. We, we going to cross all those bridges. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But wait, we got to talk about the life crew. So now with y'all coming together, all spitting bars, you feel me? I love that. Um, And, and, and the thing that I love too, I, I, there's no ego. You feel me?
2: Nah, and, hell no. Nah.
1: And you know and do and, 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 and cause you're an engineer, you know dealing with rappers, you there's tons of ego. Niggas be feeling themselves before they even put the bars on the beat.
2: <laughs> Yo, too, many, too many rappers with egos with day jobs, man. That's what I say all the time.
1: Facts. Facts. So now with y'all coming together, you know, spitting these bars for the for for the community now. Tell us about you know uh, the, the history of y'all, what y'all got coming forward. You know, I, I love some of the music. I love the energy y'all give when y'all perform. Wait, wait, yeah, before we even get uh, to the I music, like that, that stage performance, <laughs> wait, if anybody watches you guys live, that's the one thing you could take away. You guys shut it down. You, you're the hardest act I ever seen follow. I feel it, you <laughs> get what I'm saying? Now Quest, you're laughing, that's the humble laugh, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, bro, how do you follow you? that?
2: <laughs> yeah, we just we just have we just have very, very simple hooks and a whole lot of bars and heartbeats. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Um you ain't gotta do a lot of antics when you on stage if you got bars and a and a real simple hook. So we kinda keep it like that. You know, ain't none of us um doing a shoot dance, we ain't doing none of that shit. So <laughs> we, we just gonna be giving you a lot of rap hands and a lot of bars and a really, really elementary hook. And that's kind of that was our that's all our formula was to for making music like our stage music.
1: Nah, dope. That's dope, man. You know, you kept it simple. You feel me? And and it cuts yeah. through. It gets to the people, man. You feel yeah. me? It gets the message yeah. across and it hits. And that's what yeah. matters. Now well, let let's let's talk about this relationship with Broadway Blake. That's a real good bro- brother, man. Real good brother. Well,
2: man. I moved Blake since high, freshman year of high school. He was the coolest dude I ever I met since high school. You know what I'm saying? And um, back to life crew too. Um. Shout out to Chuck the Archduke. He's the last member of Life Group that I brought in, like, Mm. you know what I'm saying? And so he's, because I've seen him doing so much, and I just, I just wanted, I like the the energy he had. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to him. But um, I knew Blake since um, freshman year of high school at Barringer, and we was on, we just, was cool. He wasn't, he was rapping, but we really didn't, like, he had a deal in his little situation, too, coming up in high school, too. So um, we, we never really, you know, fucked with each other. I was an introvert. I was into my own shit, my own people, <laughs> my own circle. I wasn't really fucking with nobody. I had my own circle. I'm still kind of the same way still. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, I kind of had my own circle, but we, we was cool because he just been focused ever since I knew him. That's my bro. You know what I'm saying? That's my brother now. So.
1: <laughs> facts, facts. So now, yeah. how, how did y'all come together to build what you have now as a running empire for any artist? I don't even. Um, I feel like it's disrespect to even say local because you guys have covered artists on many stages of their career. If you get what I'm
2: saying. Um, <laughs> well, Blake is the most humblest. Um, it, I don't know how it. I can't explain it. How to have a friend like Blake is the most humble person I never is a person who don't see negativity. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like I have to explain to him when negative shit is ha- happening. Like if somebody's playing, if I feel like somebody's playing us. Blake will be like, I don't know. And I'll be like, no, the nigga's playing us. You know what I'm saying? This is happening. <laughs> Pay attention, my nigga. Open your eyes. But it's good to have somebody like that around you to humble you and keep you in the positive mindset. So I always I like that about Blake. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that that I liked about him.
1: Nah, true indeed. True indeed. So with Bob, he, who reached out first with the idea?
2: Um, Blake had the idea, but we already was doing shows. So we was already, like, doing shows. We was already doing shit because um, Chuck had a situation at the Seed Gallery. Um, shout out to the Seed Gallery. So downtown Newark on Broad Street, we was already on Market Street. We was already c- kind of working on shit. So when Blake went to Atlanta, he seen an open mic, and then he went to New Eureka, and then he also seen an open mic, and then he was like, I want to do something. He linked up with Ben at La Rouge, and we got a situation with Light Skin who we also went to school with, M. Barringer, and, um, yeah, and then he said, you want to host? And I'm like, of course I want to be in front of people every Wednesday and meet more artists and do what I do, because that's a part of my job, so of course I want to do that. So he wanted me to host because he knew I was, I don't take no shit, too, so (laughs) he knew I was going to host and be able to talk and deal with artists on the same level, you know, it's art it's it's by the artist for the artist, you know what I'm saying? That's what VIBES is, you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to get the finesse, you're not going to get the, the shady promoters, you're not going to get that, but you're going to get like real love and real it's going to be real, you know what I'm saying? That's why VIBES has lasted as long as it has, you know what I'm saying?
1: Nah, facts. Facts. So now, as far as with VIBES go, as far as the type of artists that come through, the level of talent and just the experiences y'all seen over the last two and a half years, you know, um, let, let me know. Let us in, bro. Let it, Let you know.
2: I mean, shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out to Fat Boy. You know, shout out to Emerald. Shout out to everybody who's been there. Uh, you know, the, all the, the, the young, the, the people who've been coming up who stepped in the vibe. You know what I'm saying? But we got talent from everywhere, man. From all states, all cities, all Brazil. We had people come up from Canada. You know what I'm saying? So, you know shout out to everybody who's been up to vibes you know what i'm saying we were really just doing this for the community um you know it's legacy over likes you know what i'm saying legacy over likes all day we don't really care about you know being in front of a camera being on a camera you know what i'm saying a, a, a boat or doing all that if you know about vibes you know that life crew we only probably performed that vibes in the city four times you know what i'm saying because it's not for us it's for it's for every it's for the community of, of the artists you know what i'm saying it's for the artists
1: no absolutely absolutely so now with that being said what's the one of the most standout artists or performances you've had at vibes that you could share with us on the pod
2: i just don't i don't know you know what i'm saying i just know that i just know we build the community you know i can't really single out you know one person because it's an open mic it fluctuates you know what i'm saying we have artists coming in we have artists coming out night
1: how about this give us a night that was crazy
2: Um, shout out to Emma Rose. She was on, um, she was on, um, the, uh, the VH1 show with DJ Khaled, where they was picking winners. I forget the name of the show. Um, but she had her premiere night there, and that was a pretty, pretty wild night. It was a pretty wild night. She probably brought about, on our 150, 200 people crowd, she probably brought out another 100, and it was kind of, it was kind of crazy.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could imagine. I could just imagine.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so now, you are another fellow podcaster yourself, and you do word, have an word. excellent show with some excellent co-hosts. Shout out word. to your co host Danielle, Chuck, the Archduke. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? But now, tell us about the Eternal Quest show. Tell us about All what right. y'all cover there. Let us know more, you know? Give us... Well, you man, know? Turner,
2: I, I used to have a show at Rutgers called JSL Radio way before podcasting was sexy and easy, <laughs> um... Um, so I used to have a radio show at Rutgers, um, and, um, this, <laughs> for three years, I, I um, I, I really, I interviewed a lot of dope people in the city, um, GovMatic, like, either, you know, Brown, wow, Mad People man. since they've been on the show, Rhino, Mad People has been on my show, um, and it was really dope building that, and I was like, once this gets, once the pot, and the, if you ever had a podcast in the early 2000s, it, or, or even before, maybe in the if you had a podcast, if you haven't had a podcast in the last five years, you would know what podcast hell is. You know what I'm saying? In the in the hell of having a podcast, it just yeah. it's been shitty. It's been shitty for that long. But now it's it's a little accessible for people. That's why you see a lot of people with with podcasts. But that's when I was rocking with that. But the Internal Quest Show was just like a branch off of that. I wanted to brand myself. I said, "Shit, Stephen A. Smith show. He has his own show. The Conan O'Brien show. I want the Internal Quest Show. You know what I'm saying? I want my own show. So." That's how I branded it. I didn't want any other brand. I wanted to have all the responsibility put on me, and um, yeah. It's, it's about more than music. It's also it's it's about helping artists. But we talk about everything that deals with music and to help artists.
1: No, absolutely, man, absolutely. No, and, and I love that too. Because 'cause y'all cover a wide
2: variety of topics. You feel me? And yeah, you- yeah. We were talking that we was talking about um stalkers and catfish stalkers and how that works and how people still can't, that was our last episode, you know, we still covered all, all the aspects of the music that's came out, we, we cover everything, you know what I'm saying, everything.
1: No, absolutely, absolutely, and you know, and that's what we appreciate, man, and you give it a great platform, and you, wait, and you moved it exclusively to, um. you could be found everywhere, but it's on Mixcloud, Google Play, yeah, so. Um. Let,
2: let, let the people know, Apple Podcasts, EternalQuest.com, <laughs> it. Keep it easy. Very simple. EternalQuest.com. 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 You can see all that shit right there. Fact. Hit play. Facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we appreciate that, man. So now, yeah. before before we close out, man, it's been a real girthy um interview, man, and I, I appreciate the time that you've given us so far. But now, you know, there's a few more things I want to touch on. Um, I just want to get your response on a few things, and then I'm gonna have a gentleman jump in. But now, what, what's your thoughts on these last few moves in the NBA or um free agency, man? We got um, let's just yeah, let's um, start with LeBron Well, the moves, you,
2: DeMarcus the Marcus Cousins just went to the Warriors, so. I know I. Know.
1: No we gonna touch. I don't
2: like, even oh, know what to, how to feel about that I mean the NBA is fucked we have to figure something out the only thing that I, I see that we need to fix in the NBA is take away the Eastern Western Conference from the playoffs and just put the best 16 teams and that will make the, the NBA a little more lit.
1: I ain't mad I ain't mad at you man but with, with that being said man um, talk to the people real quick let them know if there's anything you want to you know hit em, hit them with um, what you're working on um, anything exclusive we can look forward to.
2: Um, I got a new song out called "What I Do" with my homie um, Spooks McGee. He's from out here. He's and he's currently in Atlanta right now. And yeah, turntoquest.com. It don't <laughs> yeah, it. get it
1: don't get any easier than that. You feel me? Yeah, man. Um, but with that being said, man, gentlemen, if you got anything for Q, man, uh, let let him know now. You feel me?
0: Yo, Quest, what's going on, bro? It's Mac, man. Mac, what up? Chilling, chilling, bro. I got a question for you. What is your, what is your go-to production software, bro? I'm curious. All
2: right. If right I'm engineering, now, if I'm game? engineering, I'm using Able. Um, I'm using um the window. My go-to is still new window. And if I am making a beat, mm. I'm using, I'm using Ableton.
0: Yo, know, I'm, I'm curious. What you're, you're like one of, one of the only people that I know. Personally, that use new windows, what turned you on to use a new window Not a um, lot of people even know who makes new windows. <laughs>
2: new, new windows made by Steinberg, they make a lot of shit. Um, they make Cubase. Uh, new window is actually the recording version of Cubase, it's a high end version, the high end recording version of, of that. Um, back in the day when you were using Pro Tools and you tried to record two tracks at the same time, what happens, Piff?
1: Oh, that shit don't work. That shit'll be get that fucking over. What override. happens,
2: Piff? All right, what happens when you try to slide another effect to another effect live while recording Pro Tools, Piff? What used to happen back in the day? It, it stops, right? Oh, yeah, that right? shit wasn't
1: even happening. Yeah, so in the window...
2: Yeah, so in 2005, and the window was already had this advanced software. So when I went to school... In in 5 I'm wearing this by my teacher because we learned Pro Tools at school. My teacher also using the window, and he said, "Don't change your shit up. You'll be fine." And about he told me in about five or six years, all the shit would be obsolete. You'll be using what you want to, and he was that that is that is wow. a nail you know, right now. Wow, he had so, I, I, so like I, that. That, Yeah, he to told
0: know, me that. course what's up? Yo, what teacher told you that? Yo, know, was it Sam scaff it wasn't
2: sam scaff it was the short ball-headed one i forgot his name he looked like he was a russian mafia guy oh, i forgot his name man I i'm so that. bad with that but you know who i'm talking about but I he do. used I the know.
0: windows <laughs> he,
2: he, you know you exactly what i was talking He's like a russian mafia guy He's short ball-headed he was like had a had an accent yeah, cool as hell he told me yeah. he told me um yeah he told me yeah, yo no. don't use what you want to use he yup hey, yep,
0: hates pro tools Pro, yeah, yo, the only teacher that that talks not shit m-
2: about pro tools. Yeah, and when and had to teach oh. it. Not to mention, not to mention that if another thing about. Imagine if you're doing a recording session. We had real time bouncing like years before pro tools had it. So if you're engineering an artist and you have to do a five minute bounce back listen, you know, imagine if that artist does three songs. So that's three times. Fifteen on a five-minute song, so we got three five-minute songs. That takes fifteen minutes off the bounce. Imagine you listening back to the bounce, and the artist hears something that they don't like. How many times did that happen, Piff? Huh? That's, how many, how many times have, have you been doing a bounce and in the middle of the bounce, and you're playing it out loud? Uh, uh, the artist say, "Huh? What's that? Oh no, you know what? Cancel that bounce. Paddle it down, and <laughs> then you know do that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. No, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's why I it. That's a Fact. Kids.
1: That's a fact. Yeah, that fact Real time back. Yeah. Wait, the thing, wait, and shit that's crazy. Just to jump in. I personally hate Pro Tools, but the um, <laughs> no, I'm just keeping it a fact though, man. It's just that it was the, at, at the time when digital recording was becoming popular, they found the way to brand themselves as the, the 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 industry standard. You get what I'm saying? And then when they made the MBox and they locked their software to the unit, like you know, they did a lot of fuck shit in the early days. Because now, once they made that shit open source, people don't really care about the MBox. Who do you hear at buying a fucking M-Box, a Control-24? You know, like, get them shits <laughs> out of here, man. Nobody. Niggas is getting these fucking it, Apollo it, 32s. It, you get what I'm
0: saying? Four of them.
1: Word. Put them shits in a rack. You feel and me? The, uh, tell me
0: yeah, and the sad part about it, a nigga will just buy a C24 just to show it off but don't have it plugged in. <laughs> Real does. nigga shit, son. Yo, yo, you know that shit, son. You know that shit is true. Hey, I'm hey, back. Yo, I'm I'm hey, sorry Quest, about that. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, yo, tell me, yo, son, tell me, but tell me how many times you went to a studio, they had a C24 and the shit wasn't even plugged in. They just had the shit there just for show. Oh sure. man, how many people had
2: oh broken SSL consoles <laughs> in a studio just on lit? Bruh. There's so many studios with SSL consoles that are broken, yo. You can buy you can buy a broken SSL console and just fire that bitch on. You know what I'm saying? And just have that Word. shit. It's every you know what I mean like, like you that was a big course is right? gonna take niggas to the bank. <laughs> yeah, man. I say this man, studios are like studios are like hotels, you know what I'm saying? If you're only there for one job, you <laughs> do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? You could buy a thousand dollar hotel room or you could buy a thirty dollar hotel room. If you're doing the same thing, you're doing the same thing.
1: Facts. Facts Word, real shit, say. Real, real shit. <laughs> You know, something is just like the aesthetics, man. I ain't mad at you.
2: Yeah, that's cool, man. I got some lights in my shit now. That's cool.
1: You you feel me? (laughs) (laughs) But yo... With that being said man, it's been a pleasure quest man. I ain't going to hold you much y'all longer. Yeah, I got
2: to ask y'all some questions. I oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, let's I flip, whoa. This shit. whoa. I Wait, this is the that first shit. Let's flip this shit. shit. All right. Let's <laughs> flip this shit. <laughs> Drake album cuz I got my radio show tomorrow so I want to know so I okay, could um, I could get what nine out head. one out of 10. Where we at right now with Drake album? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm only album. gonna give you the oh, review no on disc
1: one. I ain't heard disc two. It's a, it's, it's a split for yo, me, yo. I heard. I don't think
2: you want my opinion on that so shit. I want your okay. opinion so I can relate this to my to my audience tomorrow when I say, listen, I was I was at the daily heat check. You? I was I was in there. I wanted to, I want the opinion on the drink album. I, I ain't gonna. I ain't going no,
1: I'm. Well, yo, let me get this one off first. It's gonna be like this. From what I heard on this one, because that's all I've heard, I give it an eight out of ten. It's very okay, impressive. Okay, cool. Nonstop intro. Right, I need you to Feel listen me? to the
2: side B and compare. <laughs> all right, now I've heard all twenty-five. Okay. Right. Side A and side B. Okay. An album at as, as as a total album. Okay.
0: Yeah, come on. What is this? I would say it's like a it's like a seven point five. Okay. Like, that sounds about not really, fair. Yeah, okay. I'm not really feeling side A like that. Like it's good music, it vibes great, but uh-huh. side B is the hardest. Saad, like if you listen to Saad so, B when you listen this to Side This nigga said Side B is the hardest. It, it oh,
1: is. Dude. Like, when you listen to, Are you listen sure? to Side <laughs> right. All right, listen. Oh
2: my god. Hey, this, right. <laughs> this, this is why you gotta ask questions. Is this
0: is why you gotta ask questions. I give it. Up. Yo, y'all y'all my it. nigga, Side out. B I is got the R&B side. Jones, wait. Slow your roll, Jones. Slow your roll
1: before you fucking forget out. I don't want to. This is where you dig yourself out the hole. This is where we throw you the road. Side B is the R&B
2: side. When I go report back, got to be like, listen, he's feeling listen.
0: the size B, the bonnet size. Hold up, but time out. Hold, <laughs> up, time out. Hold up, but hey, Pip, this is it's coming from the more same more guy idea. that still didn't listen to Black Thought yet. I'm just saying, album. I, I listened to
2: the album. I listen <laughs> to the album. Yo, chill, son. Black Thought was rapping album. too much, bro. Chill.
0: Hold up, <laughs> Mac. Give us your review on the that, Drake. That give was... us your review on oh, the Drake, man. God, that shit was I, I like that. <laughs> I like that album. That Drake, yeah, that Drake like that is album. mediocre at its best, bro. No, 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 no.
1: Give I, us your review, I, man. Side A or side B. I
2: ain't gonna front you. There's some joints on me? the side B, but I'm gonna say that side A joint is a, is, a, is a is a a plus. But yes. that side beat, bring that shit down to a fucking C+. Plus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even listen oh, to that shit now, Shout man. out to Blue Tent and Ilmine. Illmind retweeted. I didn't even know he made Blue Tent. When I had hit him up on on Twitter, he retweeted me. Shout out to Illmind. Uh.
1: Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> Illmind, he a real one, man, if you ever meet him in person. He a
2: Jersey, he a Jersey legend, dog. Stop! Back-up. We gotta, we gotta Back-up. put niggas Back-up. where they belong. we use the, the L word, we gotta use that shit right. He done produced for Beyonce, Kanye West, Fifty, motherfucking Drake, dog, Fifty, everybody, bro. He a legend. Wait, wait, like, hold like, up. Fifty in his he prime. Solidified.
1: We gotta let that in the Fifty in his prime. prime. 50.
2: Yeah, not, prime not 50. past
1: fifty, you know, because you prime know 50, regular word. niggas can get beats to prime Go, to fifty now. Gody he out here. <laughs> goaty.
2: Goaty. he is Gody. He is the. Be getting Gaudy out here, dog. Nah, yeah, so. fact
1: though, and don't forget Blaps. But, don't forget his drum kit series he put out. Yo, I rapped you on an
2: official Ilmon beat. I, I rapped on a Blaps. <laughs> I'm on a Blaps with Broken English. Oh, shout out to Ilmon. Exactly. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I got That's a, I got a, a production credit with Ilman A real beat, not a throwaway, not a remix, not no That's a real easy, joint. Man. So, shout out to Ilmon, really yo. Exactly, man.
0: <laughs>
2: For real. Facts. Yo, fun fact, I almost got, I was real close to getting his ASR 10 too. Word? He was about to sell it? he's about to give me that shit. What? <laughs> Word. Word, I was close to just getting that joint and just putting it in the studio. I wasn't even going to turn it on. It was damn. just going to be there like niggas' SSLs. <laughs> like niggas broke SSLs. It would have just been on, like damn. Yeah, man. Come. Wait, niggas
1: be in there taking pictures with it and shit, man. I ain't even Taking mad. pictures
2: with this shit, you feel me? <laughs> well, man, salute to y'all. I appreciate y'all, man, for having me. You know the shit. Anytime, I gotta have all y'all come to the show. Y'all nah, just gotta let me know bro. when. My shit Tuesday night, eight o'clock. So, y'all got get man. All y'all shit situated, and y'all gotta let me know what Tuesday y'all want to pull up. All right?
1: Say less, man. Definitely, we gonna be in there. We gonna it. definitely come and greet the microphones.
2: We gotta that, talk man. about everything, dog. You feel if, me, you, so. if you listen to
1: this quest,
2: then you know I'm gonna bring a lot of fun shit. That's you already, like man. I already know. I already know. I'm gonna ask you more Drake questions. You know the shit. <laughs> we are gonna, gonna get to the bottom man, of yeah, all he of he's this.
1: He's a senior <laughs> analyst in all fuckery and shit related to that listen, on the listen. show.
0: You wanna, you wanna know more about my Drake? My Drake comments about Side B. Just listen to the last podcast, okay? All right, I'm going to check under- it out. You'll understand it. Listen, I have, I, I can't on. get
2: mad at you because I got Blue Tent on repeat, but it's a lot of that other shit <laughs> is crazy, dog. <laughs> a lot of that other shit is crazy. Blue Tent is on repeat, but everything else is kind of crazy. Oh man.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to side B just for blue tent, but outside of that, man, I'm sticking with side A,
2: man. Good job. Tons, <laughs> cracking, you that intro with the um eight out of ten, all that shit. The intro, all that shit is, is Fuego. Nonstop, all that's eight, eight out of ten was dope. Yeah, gold. yeah. You can't eight go wrong 10, with um, incarcerated scarfaces, rooms. You
0: feel me? <laughs> like oh come you can't on. Go wrong.
2: That's a cheat code. Yeah, they stole yeah, that. Man, they knew they was doing. Oh they know they was God.
1: doing. Side, so, hey Word. man, Drake, Drake, knowing he could give it to the people, but you know, yeah,
2: no ID was in his bag. Boy Wonder was in his bag. Shout Shit out to it the was Lord. crazy. That's <laughs> man,
1: man. That's another legend. But you know, that we, 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 that's another story for another day. We gotta have you come <laughs> back and have a producer cast, man. We're going right, to put that into motion, man. Nah, Definitely facts, man. We're just going to break right, down man. the producers. We gonna put. I'm going to put together the show notes for that, but we're going to have you back for that sometime before the summer out. But you know it's been all a pleasure. It, man. Once again, Eternal Quest, you can find him at eternalquest.com, Eternal Quest everywhere. Eternal Quest show is on every night at 8 p.m. Um, don't forget, hit him up, shout him out. You know this is the shit, man. Um, till next time, my brother, it's been a pleasure.
2: All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy.
0: Peace. Yo, Peace, right, Peace, bro.